All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for being sovereign and just and true. We thank you for being righteous. We thank you for your love that covers a multitude of sins, that cleanses our hearts and our minds and our consciences, that brings back sound reason and judgment so that we can worship you in spirit and in truth. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Uh, we thank you for being so consistent. We thank you that you do not change, Father. We thank you that uh, you have sent your son to free us. And I pray that we would learn to walk in our freedom and grow in freedom. And um, what that looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, and the expectation that comes with it. So we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love for us. And we thank you for... Um, being patient with your people and not wanting anyone to perish, but all to come to repentance. And so we thank you in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we are starting in um, John 8, and I need to get there. I was somewhere else. John 8, starting in verse 31. I think I got that right. All right, um... And my title says, The truth shall make you free. Then Yeshua said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Yeshua answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, Whoever commits sin is a slave to sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Okay, so we're just going to unpack slowly. Um, and actually, this was something that Jeremy had said in a sermon maybe this week. But it was something about being free. Um, and for some reason, I wanted to look that word up in Hebrew. And it kind of carried on from there. Um, so, free is, I want to say it's kafa. It's a ket, um, a pay, and a shin. Which would not be that. It would be kafash or kapash. Can you tell me what that word is in orange? Okay. Mm -hmm. Kavash. Thank you very much. Um, and it means to be free or to be loosed. Um, when you look at the Hebrew lexicon, it's to be free, to be loosed, a freedom from a master or liberty. Um, so in the dictionary, loosed is to be released or untied or detached. Uh, to be free is to relieve, to relieve or rid of what restrains confines, restricts, or embarrasses. And I'll read that again, okay? So in the Hebrew lexicon, again, the word is kafash, um, and it means to be free, to be loosed, uh, a freedom from a master or liberty. Loose in the dictionary means release, untie, detach. Free to relieve or rid of what restrains, confines, restricts, or embarrasses. 
and the parent root it comes from the parent root which means to spread um or to spread out so to be free comes from a word that means to spread or spread out and you think of well i thought of sheep i thought of a shepherd i thought of uh, psalms 23 i thought of going in and out of pastor freely um so let's go back to john 8 and 31 okay then yeshua said to those jews who believed him if you abide in my word you are my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free if you abide so um there's levels if you abide in my word you are my disciples indeed and isaiah it talks about sealing his law up among his disciples um and that that word uh, comes from a word lamad which means it's so a disciple is someone who is taught someone who's taught um when you go to corinthians and it talks about when i was a child you know i thought like a child i reasoned like a child that a child is someone who is unlearned so to be a disciple requires maturity so if you abide in my word um abide means to make a habitation to live there to dwell there to settle there so if we make our habitation or if we abide in his word then we will be his disciples indeed and that means we will be taught or we will be learned of him um, then we come further as being taught and learned uh, of Yeshua being his disciple then we will know the truth and the truth shall make you free Yeshua says I am the way the truth and the life we know if you just go through Psalms 119 his word is eternal his word is true so abiding in the word um, you will grow to become his disciple. You will grow to become learned. You will grow to become taught. And then you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Okay. So I have like five things. Abide in the word. Become the disciple. Know the truth. That means to know Yeshua. Have a relationship with truth and who is truth. Um, and then there's a transition in relationship. We have this part. Um, I guess because you shall be made free that they answered and said we are Abraham's descendants we have never been in bondage to anyone how can you say you will be made free uh, and so you have this aspect of if they're Abraham's descendants but they've never been in bondage Jeremy talks about this um, a lot as far as them not being the same descendants that were slaves in Egypt because they said we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone how can you say you will be made free I don't remember who he said they were exactly but for them not to be okay the I do means for them not to be slaves in Egypt you know then they confidently said that we've never been in bondage it's not that they misremembered or forgot um, but they, they said that for a reason, okay? But he said, you will be made free. Yeshua answered them, said, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. 
and a slave does not abide and we talked about that does not make his home does not dwell in the house forever but a son abides forever therefore if the son has made you free you shall be free indeed um so we are set free by cooperating with the instructions prescribed by the great physician what does it mean to cooperate um to act or work with another or others to act together or in compliance being made free to follow that which there is no law against what is there no law against in galatians um love joy peace patience kindness the fruits of the spirit and, and at the end when it labels all the fruits of the spirit it says but there is no law against this there is no law against doing those things so we've been made free to follow that which there is no law against that we must cooperate with the great position um and i've really been thinking about this all week um so i was just imagining myself sitting in a chair i've been tied up my own because of sin and iniquity and you know i've allowed myself to become hostage to my thoughts my feelings my desires um all of that stuff and the son has loosed me he has made me free he has untied the chains and the bondage and here i am free but where do i go i'm not bound i'm in my chair freely but where do i go i get up and i go where you know and so this i get up and i follow the one who freed me that should be the expectation but we have so many who have been redeemed by messiah but they are not taught discipleship so they're abiding in the word if you truly are abiding in the word you become a disciple of mashiach and you know the truth you come to have an understanding of the truth and then you will be free but if we're not following this if we're not abiding in the word if we're taking uh, someone else's commentary on what they think Yeshua is saying and not going to the source ourselves we're missing the discipleship aspect we're missing uh, the opportunity to know the truth which means we're missing the opportunity to be made free um so we have to discover the purpose behind our freedom um I was on social media and you see, you know, people doing this and having banquets and speaking here and doing this and doing that. And it's just like, wow, they're doing so much. And they're, you know, and I'm like, well, what is my brand? What is my hashtag? What is my, what is my whatever, you know? And then like, so what is the purpose behind my freedom? And, you know, my brand is or should be for those who have been made free is that I preach Christ and my vineyard, the place where he has established me is within my home, um, specifically calling restoring the branches to Humboldt, Tennessee. You know, that is why I've been set free. And so we all have to dig deep to understand why you've been freed and and that becomes his will for your life 
and your will aligning with his will or just his will becoming your will per se and understanding the purpose behind your freedom so we need to be following the one who freed us for the rest of our lives getting an understanding of why we've been freed walking in that and unpacking the goodness that comes with the freedom um we've been set free uh, to serve the living god and so our life is a witness our love or how we love is a witness our words are a witness um, our area of influence what jeremy talks about our sphere our region of influence is our witness of the freedom that we have and who we serve um i know a lot of times we say you know lord take over lord have your way completely control me and no like you have to completely think for yourself like yes he wants your will to align with his but he's not going to make you do it you know it is a choice to walk in freedom every day um so got anything Let's go to Romans 8. We'll start in verse 1. Yes, thank you, Miss Bev. We have to control ourselves, self-control. Absolutely. That doesn't that make so much sense? <laughs> That makes so much sense. Um, Romans 8 verse 1, it says, There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Yeshua HaMashiach, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Yeshua HaMashiach has made me free, has set me free, has freed me, has relieved or rid me of what was restraining, what was confining, what was restricting, what was embarrassing me. It's made me free from that, from the law of sin and death. I'll read verse 2 again. For the law of the spirit of life in Yeshua HaMashiach has made me free, freed me from the law of sin and death. What is sin? Sin is lawlessness. What is the wage of sin? Death. But we've been made free from that in Yeshua HaMashiach. The, the chains are off. And how are we supposed to walk now that we have been made free? Um, let's go to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Um, this week, I have been sharing a personal story. This week, I have been working with my Aunt Pam and my mom. And we've been cleaning up my granddaddy's um, born. And um, my granddaddy is suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia now. But you see from the born that it's it's been there for a while. And you just see all the stuff. Um and you just 
you can't help but empathize, you know, Um, because it just seems like he was collecting things because early in his life he lost a lot. Um, And so it's really sad uh, because he didn't know how to ask for help. So perfect example, you've been set free in Christ, but you never left the chair. You never got up and followed the one who freed you. You know, and so it looks, you look free, you look successful, you look free, but your mind is still bound. So how do we follow the one who freed us? Because in that following, our mind, our conscience, our highest mental faculty is cleansed. That's Hebrews. I'm not going to go there today. But if you go to Hebrews, um, his blood can cleanse our conscience. And your conscience, according to a Christian psychiatrist, is your highest mental faculty. He can cleanse that. So to be free, to be loosed. From what was confining, what was restraining, what was restricting, restricting what? You serving the living God. What was embarrassing? I think in Galatians it says, you know, you're going to go back to that thing which was embarrassing. I'm paraphrasing. But that you, um, you know, that you're not proud of. You're not proud of the things that you did. You don't want to go back to that. Um, let's go to Galatians chapter five. Galatians chapter five, uh, Galatians chapter five, it picks up five one, but it was talking about, uh, the free woman and the bond woman. And, and that's chapter four In chapter five, it says, verse one, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Okay. I'm gonna read that again. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Um, If you jump over to verse 13, it says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. So it's not, oh, I'm free, I can do whatever I want. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, you walk you follow the one who freed you abiding his word you become his disciple then you know the truth and the truth makes you free well who is truth christ is truth he has freed you he has freed you to do what freed you from dead work so you can serve the living god and that's why i put we have been set free to serve the living god And therefore, I want to say within the word serve or servant are the Hebrew letters for witness. So our lives now are a witness. How we love our words, our actions, it's a witness. So technically our works are a witness of who freed us. So what does James say? Show me your... Uh, faith without works and I'll show you my faith by my works as in my life will be a witness of who freed me Uh, 
Yeah, you did. Okay, and just adding on to that. I'm going to add on to that. Just a second. Oh, I remembered. Matthew 11. Matthew 11, 29. Matthew eleven twenty nine and 30. That's what we're going to read. And then I'm going to really quickly read um, Galatians 5 and 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Yeshua says in uh, Matthew eleven twenty nine, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, I looked up yoke, and it is ol, as in O-L, kind of sort of. It's an I-N with the um, long O verb and a lament, okay? Um, when you look at the pictograph, it's an I and a shepherd's staff. Hmm. So... Taking on the yoke of Mashiach will allow you to see the shepherd, okay? Um, when you look at that word, it says it's laid upon the neck of beast for drawing. Jeremy hit uh, a couple of weeks ago, Jeremy hit some really uh, powerful verses on drawing. I want to say he was in Jeremiah. He was in one of the prophets. but And then we said that if we don't allow him to write on our hearts, he he won't draw us to himself. So I think we were in what John, that no one comes to the Father unless... Six and four. Yeah, no one comes to the Son unless the Father draws him. And then he went about writing the law on the hearts. And so taking on his yoke, yoke means, or something that is laid upon the neck of the beast for drawing, for leading, for teaching, for showing, for abiding in the word. And then as you abide, you become a disciple. And when you become a disciple, you can't help but know truth because you've been abiding in the word. And when you've done that, you can't help but be free. You can't help but be free. No longer restrained. No longer restrained so you can do what? Follow the one who freed you. Um... So, why must you grow up? Why must you grow up? Um, Galatians 4 and 1. And then we're going to tie that to John 8 too. So, I'm, I'm kind of got my finger in both. Galatians 4 and 1. And then we're going to be in John 8 finishing up. Galatians 4 and 1 says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all, 
but is under guardians and stewards until the appointed uh, okay excuse me i'm sorry until the time appointed by the father i'm going to read that again galatians 4 1 and 2 now i say that the heir as long as he is a child does not differ at all from a slave though he is master of all but is under guardian and steward until the time appointed by the father I'll read three. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. John 8 and 34. Yeshua answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So, there has to be, that's what was in my notes, I'm sorry. A transition in the relationship. We can't both be children of Yah and slaves to sin. You, you can't do both. Um, you can't, because you can't serve two masters. Um, and it's the, in the abiding that you are drawn into the house, you know. So there has to be a transition in the relationship. And then when the son makes you free, you are free indeed. Free to think, free to serve, free to love. Free to think, free to serve, and free to love. Um... And so I have a note that Yeshua stands at the door and knocks. I think it says that in Revelation. While sin lies at the door desiring and longing for you. And that happened in Genesis with Cain. So Yeshua is standing at the door and knocking. Sin is lying at the door desiring and longing for you. But you can master it. That's also what he said. Um, I tried. I laid it to you. All right, so that is all that I have for tonight. Um, about being free. Um, I'm still processing some things. Um, but he doesn't just want you walking around unbound, but your mind still chained. Like you have to cooperate and allow him to to truly heal you. Like you have to want to be whole. You have to want to be healed. Um, we were at um, at my granddaddy's, and he had those foundational pieces. Those my mom was calling them cornerstones, and I was just looking like, wow, okay. And he, I don't know why he had so much stuff, but he did. And it was a cornerstone. And in my in my notes, I had wrote the other day that Christ is a righteous foundation on which we can build our, our lives upon. Uh, today's cornerstones are not like the foundational piece. But in modern times, that was the stone was usually at the corner. Um, and it was the first foundational stone. It was real support. There was nothing that went before the cornerstone. Um, and so when we think of Christ and they call him the cornerstone, like he is 
a righteous foundation. We can trust him. We can allow him to, we can take his yoke upon us and trust that he is going to lead us in the right direction. You know, we, we can do that. We can choose to abide in his word and trust that through this, we will become taught and learned of him. And through that, we shall know truth. And through that, we shall be free, free, loosed, um, have liberty, uh, and that we would be relieved or rid of what restrains, confines, restricts, or embarrasses things in our mind, things in our heart, that we have to choose freedom. And freedom comes by abiding in the word. Freedom comes by um, loving our neighbor. Freedom comes by confessing our sins one to another. Freedom comes by um, seeking truth, knowing truth, um, walking in truth, sharing truth, uh, loving truth, um, just to be free and to be free indeed. So to be freed by the sun goes beyond physical. It's a spiritual uh, freedom. It's a mental freedom. It is um, hearts being made free. It is um, not being under the yoke of bondage. It is becoming a son or daughter of Yah. It is no longer being a slave to sin. So, but it's a choice and we have to choose to cooperate. That is all we have tonight. Um, you want to close us in prayer? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can read it for Ephesians 2. Okay, go ahead. We're Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. All right, I'm here. <clears throat> Starting uh, start to uh, 16. Start at 16? Read through the chapter. Okay, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, therefore putting to death the enmity. But he came and preached peace to you who were far off and to those who were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Now therefore, You are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of Yah, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Yeshua HaMashiach himself being the chief cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the master, a holy temple in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Amen. Built off him. We built off him. Like a mm-hmm. Hmm. Amen. Hmm. Amen. Anything else, brother? Oh, are you going to say? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Do you have something to add? 
I just did. Okay, that was it. I was asking, did you have more to say? I'm just you was talking about the cornerstone. Yes, sir. So I went to the scripture. Okay. Okay. We but have to fit this building. Mm-hmm. Amen. Lively stones. Lively stones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to make you work. I asked if you had anything. First or second, Peter, dear? Maybe first Peter. First Peter. Second chapter. Second chapter. Verse 1. Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking as new... All malice, Uh all deceit, Mm -hmm. hypocrisy, Mm -hmm. envy, Mm -hmm. and all evil speaking... Then you read Matthew 11. I did. Tonight. Yes. We're supposed to do what in Matthew 11? Come unto him. Mm-hmm. All of us that are labor, mm-hmm. that are heavy laden. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to drop stuff off. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to be dropping off? Mm-hmm. Malice, deceit, mm-hmm. hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. And then once you drop it off, he said, learn of me. Yep. For my yoke. is easy. Huh. Go ahead. Okay, as newborn babes, as newborn babes. And then you say, then you say something about us. We gotta grow, grow up. Yes, sir. So at one point, you, it's okay to be a baby. Mm-hmm. But you get to a point, you can't be a baby no more. Amen. You gotta stand up. Mm-hmm. You can't be Igor. You don't work for Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein, hunched all over. You gotta stand up. Go ahead. Okay. As newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word. The, who? the pure milk. Of the word. Now the word became flesh, flesh mm-hmm. and dwelt among us. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this same word is supposed to be dwelling in us because mm-hmm. we built off the chief cornerstone. Mm-hmm. All right. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow. That you may do what? Grow. Grow. Yes, sir. Because you can't be a baby. Mm-mm. You can't be a little boy no more. Mm-mm. You can't be a little girl no more. Okay. Go ahead. That you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, coming to him as to, coming to him as to a living stone, what? living stone, mm. rejected indeed by men, but mm-hmm. chosen by God mm-hmm. and precious, mm-hmm. you also as living stones, you're what? living stones. So everybody that's listening is a what? Living stone. And the living stone is supposed to be similar to, to the chief yeah. cornerstone. Amen. This precious one, this mm-hmm. righteous stone. That's why you're supposed to fit. Mm. But if you're full of malice mm. and hypocrisy, mm-hmm. you witchcraft, mm. whatever wrong with you, whatever your issues is, then you're not a living stone. Mm. You a sinking rock. Mm. Go ahead. Are being built up a spiritual house. What kind of house? Spiritual house. A holy priesthood. To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Yeshua HaMashiach. Acceptable to who? Yeah. So, no man can come unto me mm-hmm. except the Father which sent me draws him. hath drawn him. Amen. So, you ain't getting to Yah. Mm. We always talking about Yah. We ain't got squared up with mm. the right hand. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Acceptable to Yah through Yeshua HaMashiach. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture. In the who? In the scripture. In the what? In the scripture. Whatever thing was written before time was written for my learning. Through the comfort and the patience of the scriptures. I might have hope. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Behold, I lay in Zion 
A chief cornerstone. A chief what? Cornerstone. That's in the scripture. Yes, sir. This is for my learning. Mm. Hear my hope. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Elect, mm. precious, mm-hmm. and he who believes on him mm. will by no means be put to shame. Mm. Mm. Not put to what? Shame. So you won't be put to shame. Mm. Why, why we feel bad? Mm. Why head down? Go ahead. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. The stone which was what? The rejected becomes what? The chief cornerstone, huh. and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. So what? Rock of offense. Huh. A rock of offense. Yes, sir. Hold a finger right there. Let's go do the wrong right quick. The books that did say rock, did it? Yes, sir. So if you don't agree with this chief stone, this chief cornerstone gonna turn to a rock. Yes. Deuteronomy 32. Do a read verse 4. 32 okay. 4. He is a rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are justice. A God of truth. A God of who? Truth. Uh-huh. And without injustice, righteous and upright is he. That was Deuteronomy 32 and 4. Now stay in Deuteronomy 32. Mm-hmm. And then read 30 and 31. Deuteronomy 32, mm-hmm. 30 and 31. Mm-hmm. How could one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight unless the rock has sold them and the Lord had surrendered them? For their rock is not like our rock. Their what? Their rock is not like our rock. Mm. Even our enemies themselves being judges. So their rock ain't like our rock. Mm-mm. So the book was pretty clear. That how does it's what does it say again? Thirty again? What does it say again? Thirty. Sorry, if you have it, read it. How should one chase a thousand and two put two ten thousand to flight, except the rock had sold them? Mm-hmm. So the people who are of the rock, if you don't obey the rock, mm. the rock will turn on you. Mm. Right. That's in your. That's in our Torah. Now we turn back to Peter. Mm-hmm. We'll go ahead and, and start it. So now we've got a little bit of understanding on that rock. Go ahead and, and start in seven again, two and seven. Okay. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone mm-hmm. and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word. At the what? They stumble at the word. At the word. Being disobedient. And the word became flesh and dwelt among, among them. Mm. To which they also were appointed. Mm. But you are a chosen generation, mm-hmm. a royal priesthood, mm-hmm. a holy nation. Mm-hmm. His own special people Mm. that you may proclaim the praises of him Mm -hmm. who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Called you out of darkness into a marvelous light. Mm. We talked about that during Torah study about being forgiven and to be forgiven is to be lifted up out of a pit or to be lifted up out of debt. Um, So who called you out of darkness, who forgave you. Um, and, and darkness into his marvelous light 
who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Okay. Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust. Fleshly lust. How does chapter start off again? Laying aside all malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. Didn't the master say, come unto me? Mm-hmm. All you that are laborers and, and are heavy laden. Mm-hmm. You got to drop some stuff off. Amen. What you think he's talking about? Mm. Your back, your, your backpack? Yeah, he's talking about your backpack. If you got a lot of junk in it, you got to drop that stuff off. Abraham had one request. Would you destroy a city if the righteous was in it? Mm. If there was some righteous people in there. We got to have an Abraham mentality. We know that he was talking about his, his nephew, his brother. But he wanted to know if there were other people who were righteous, would you would you spare them? Mm-hmm. Now, as we coming into this upcoming season, we got to have an Abraham mentality. Mm-hmm. Will you spare the righteous? Mm. Will you spare those who love your ways? Mm. Stop looking at people and trying to identify and cling to to to, to uh, uh, other stuff. I don't care what you look like. I don't care who your daddy is. Do you love? The most high do you care about do you are you a are, are you are, are you are you an honest person you just want to do the right thing what is your motivation some people is in this you got to start separating people that walk this way because it's a fad come on it's the thing to do all right twitter says it's trending mm. separate have an infinity for the for the saints, what does New Testament tell you? To pray for the brethren. Mm-hmm. Pray for the saints. Got to separate from this fad stuff. It's not a click. It's my crew. I had a crew back in the day. Don't, you don't need a crew. So we have to, we have to, to change the mentality. Book say you gotta abstain from fleshly lust. Mm. That will draw you away. And you'll sit there and you'll you'll attach to somebody and they ain't even right. Mm. Abraham, Abraham had the blueprint. Will you save the righteous? He said, Yes, I will. He did the number. He said, Yeah, if it's just one. Make a long story short. Y'all know the verse. The verses. That's how we gotta be. Okay. Um, it says, Beloved, I beg you, as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. War against the what? The soul. Now didn't he say in Matthew eleven? That I will give you rest mm-hmm. for your for your soul. So how you going So if you don't drop if you don't drop this stuff off, you ain't getting no rest for your soul. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be sitting there fighting yourself mm-hmm. once again a civil war again. Mm-hmm. You right back to square one. You keep going around that mountain. Mm-hmm. 
the thing is that we want to we want to go back in the past and romanticize about stuff. You ain't got to. You're you're walking around the mountain daily. Mm. You walking around the the uh, uh, residue of the golden calf daily, trying to rebuild it up. The stuff of our flesh wars against our soul. Y'all mm. sure real simple. Drop it out. Mm -hmm. I give you rest for your soul. Amen. Um, and could it be this simple? Spiritual warfare. It says spiritual warfare is the engagement of the spiritual nature, reason, conscience, and worship to battle unhealthy feelings, lies, misrepresentations, passions, and lusts that try to take control of the will and dethrone the reason. It is the process of using God's methods to overcome the influence of our genetic weakness, heal our emotional wounds, and restore balance to our damaged minds. So, um, when Jeremy had us in First Peter, it says, Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, that means this is not your home, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. When it's the, you know, being a pilgrim and a stranger, abstain from fleshly lust. Understand, y'all didn't create us to do these things. Not mm. what we've done in our bodies. Mm. That's not. That's one reason. That's one reason why you're a stranger and a pilgrim. Because mm. you're in this body. This body. It wasn't made for that. Paul, Shaul, make that clear. Right. Your body's not your own. You're a stranger and a pilgrim, because in the, in the little temple you dwell in, right? You done defiled it, you done messed in it, you done mm -hmm. done all kind of stuff in it, you done put all kind of stuff in there, put all kind of stuff in your rolodex, in your data bank, data bank. You got all kind of stuff in there. It ain't supposed to be in there. It's not for you are a constant stranger, because you ain't home. You ain't even in your own house. You walking around in rental property. Mm -hmm. Somebody got to come and give you a new estate. That's why you got to be changed in an instant. That's why you got to start with some inner cleaning. Mm -hmm. Some inside. It's the purpose of, of, of preparation for this dinner. Mm. On the inside. How do we know that? Get the leveling out. Mm. Get it out. As soon as we get through eating. It's just, there don't need to be no 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 trace of anything to rise up inside of you. Mm. Then I holler at you, shot woke. I holler at you, little lady. Meet me at the mount. So we keep romanticizing. You ain't got to romanticize. You doing it. Doing the same thing they did. That's why the book said, uh, uh, work for everything. It happened four times. It's for your learning. Mm -hmm. Supposed to be learning from this. Amen. I ain't got nothing else. Mm. I'm done. Amen. I was off tonight. Mm. Folks, them called me into work. I'm blowing up my page. 
I know I'm 80s, baby. The page is blowing up. Okay. Well, you close this out in prayer, please. <laughs> now to put me in overtime. Okay. <laughs> Almighty God, we give you all the praise and the glory. We thank you most high for it. <clears throat> we just thank you for the opportunity to get into your word. We thank you for the time to, um, in the middle of the week, to... Uh, to re realign our thinking, mm. uh, to to re to readjust. Some people go to a chiropractor to get their back readjusted. Well, we we enjoy this uh, time to get our spirit readjusted, mm. Almighty. Um, um, as we hit in the middle of this week and, and headed towards Shabbat, we just thank you for this opportunity and time to to keep us all refocused and to give us all uh, uh, just to just to just to think, just just to continually keep you on our mind. Um, we say these things. Uh, but as we get involved into our day-to-day -day activities and going to work and doing this and doing that and, and so on and so forth, uh, our, our, our mind, our mind de detours. Mm -hmm. I don't even mean it's on anything bad, but just saying that our mind does detour. Amen. And we just thank you for this opportunity and for this uh, lesson that was uh, that was prepared tonight, um, uh, Almighty God, for uh, us and our development um, and us. Not being little boys and not being little girls and not being little babies, but to stand up tall, stand up strong mm -hmm. in you. You you have made us to, to walk with our shoulders uh, straight and our head up high, mm -hmm. Almighty Yah. Uh, not because we proud, but we know our redemption draw not. Amen. Uh, we need to be like, uh, as you talked to our, one of the, the ancestors, said, look up to the skies. Look, mm -hmm. Can you count the stars? So that we know where our help coming from. So, y'all, we just thank you and we praise you and we just uh, thank you and just ask that you would be with us, that, that uh, the hedge of protection stays around us and that uh, we don't venture out of the pasture, mm. Almighty God, that we're not deceived, uh, that we stay within the stronghold of the Lord. So, mm. y'all, we thank you and we praise you and just ask that you would be with all those who are uh, in this study and, and, and all those, Almighty God, uh, who contribute in whatever way. And we just thank you. We just praise you, y'all. We thank just ask that you will give us the momentum mm -hmm. uh, that is necessary to carry us into Shabbat, mm -hmm. uh, to carry us into uh, 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 to the Aviv, and to carry us into uh, uh, Pesach and, 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 and uh, unleavened bread. And y'all, mm -hmm. we just thank you and praise you. Uh, give us strength, Almighty God, and, and allow us to be able to just to, to do all the things we got to get done. Y'all, just give us the help we need. Bless us, Almighty God. If you bless us any kind of way, bless us to have. Uh, favors we go into these festivals and mm -hmm. these feasts almighty yah and bless us to, to where people will uh, uh want to partake uh, uh, uh of this meal of this taking of this commemorating uh, uh how you showed how powerful and, and just majestic you are mm -hmm. uh, that all that that all of nature there is no mother nature um that that all the elements are, are, are by your voice almighty yah they are in existence so uh, we just thank you and we praise you. Yahshua HaMashiach, let me pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. I don't get paid, neither. <laughs> All right. You guys have a great week. Love you, Miss Beth. We'll see you.